If you like ducks, dogs, training, deer hunting, anything outdoors, then this is the podcast for you guys. This is the Fly and V Podcast. I'm Thaddeus Bash. I'm your host for this beautiful ride. I'm assisted by my co-host, Mr. Shane Moore Vang. You can tune in every week and join us as we talk about anything and everything under the moon that you guys want us to talk about. Some facts, some fiction, and a whole lot of opinion. I appreciate y'all for tuning in. Let's hop into it. What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Flying V Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of 50 States of Waterfowl. And uh, this week, you know, last week we did Illinois. We were a little bit out of order with everything. Um, We skipped over Idaho uh, due to some scheduling issues. But this week we're going back out west and we're talking uh, to our uh, representative, Mr. Nick from uh, Idaho, and it should be good. Uh, I'm pretty excited. Uh, you know, Idaho is way out there. I've never been to Idaho before, uh, but I know it's pretty mountainous country, I believe. Uh, hopefully, I don't look stupid. Um, it's over by Montana. I have family in Montana. Other than that, I don't really know a whole lot about Idaho. So we're going to learn about Idaho today, and we're going to learn about duck hunting in Idaho. Uh, you know, I know the Northwest, already we've seen that the Northwest is uh, is packed full of good duck hunting. You're up there around Canada, it's going to be good. Um, so we'll learn a thing or two. But before we hop into everything, I just want to say thank you to all of the listeners. Yes, that includes you. Uh, I want to say thanks to all the supporters so far. If this is the first time you've stumbled across the Flying V podcast, I'm sorry that you have been missing out on this, but welcome aboard. We're glad to have you here. If you're listening on one of the podcast platforms, hit that follow button, guys. Um, Save it. Share it with your friends. uh, Show some support. It really helps out. Um, if you're watching the podcast video on YouTube, you can give me a thumbs up, drop a comment, let me know what you think, give some feedback on it, and most importantly, guys, just hit that subscribe button for me. Uh, we're slowly driving towards that goal of 1,000 subscribers on YouTube, and then we got a big giveaway coming. Uh, if you've been around for a while on the channel, I know a lot of the OG guys know what we're giving away at 1,000, but the rest of you are just going to have to stick around to find out. I think I've actually talked about it a couple times in the podcast, so if you really want to know, you can go back and listen to all the episodes. Um You know, there's plenty of days through the week where you can listen on your commute and you could probably catch up with the whole series. But all that being said, uh, the main point was just thanks for showing your support. And let's talk about some duck hunting. Forgot to plug in the Instagram and Facebook, though, at Flying V Outdoors. Check it out. Now, back to action. Uh, We got Vang in here. Uh, Thankfully, you know, I think we're on a hot streak with Vang now. We might actually have him back permanently uh, because he's made enough time for us to to actually do the episode more than one time. Uh, So, Vang, what's up, buddy? What's up, guy? It's Uh, nice to to have you consistently. Uh, Now that all the weddings are over and all the other BS, right? You know, it's hunting season, and I'm I'm making time for for this, you know. It's it's hunting season for me, too. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i know I'm, I'm happy to be a part of it still this is 50 percent your project more like 25 <laughs> no it's 50 percent yours you just do like five percent of the work i mean it's, <laughs> yeah so you should be like yeah okay i can make that work i, I ask you for an hour a week dude 
Come on. I know. I know. And I work like 40 hours a week on all this shit. Uh, <laughs> so I think it's a fair trade. So let, let's thank Thad for his hard work, guys. <laughs> I, I agree. Someone should buy me a beer. Uh, yeah. You can Venmo me. Uh, Thaddeus. <laughs> Actually, I don't even Let me pull up my Venmo. I don't even know what my Venmo is. I need a flying V Venmo. Uh, Thaddeus, T-H-A-D-D-E-U-S, dash or hyphen, whatever you want to call it. Vash, V-A-S-H. You can Venmo me some money to buy a beer or some decoys or a duck call or, I don't know, <laughs> some gas. What's the price of gas up there in Minnesota, thing? Uh, we're right now, we're at 314 to 319 for a minute. Yeah. You yeah. guys? Uh, three, I think it was 309 when I filled up the other day. Yeah, that's what we had about last week. <laughs> Dude, it is miserable. Sure is. Especially uh, like traveling for the hunting. Oh my god! Talking about it in training, like I used to drive over to Ruston, uh, which is about an hour drive or so from me, uh, every Saturday and Sunday to train with some guys over there. And I had to tell them, like at the beginning of the <laughs> month, I was like, "Dude, you know, like with everything in life and like hunting season coming up and all that, like I cannot afford, like I can't justify <laughs> spending hundred fifty dollars in gas." Right to drop to train every weekend. I mean, it. It's nice I, and all. It'd be you know, it's nice to train, but damn, that shit gets expensive now. Not over there. I got to I got to train a couple miles down the road because I can't afford to drive all the way there and back. And like right. you said, I'm terrified of when duck season is, comes in, and uh, you know, I'm driving miles and miles <laughs> every freaking day. Uh, right. Yeah, I'm gonna need some sponsors for this podcast. Uh, <laughs> Some, some gas sponsors, Circle K or Shell or something can sponsor me. I'm all about Casey's and Holiday up here. Uh, we don't have either of those. Uh, We're polluted with Circle K's, like Shell. <laughs> it's terrible. Uh, that's hey, at least you like, some good gas. Like, my drive from work is maybe like 10 miles total, and I pass five Circle K's. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And they're all expensive. But anyway, how's your week been, buddy? Give me our weekly uh, recap. Um, it's you know, it's good. I took this kinda week to rest up from hunting like pheasants four days in a row this past weekend. But um so I took this week Monday to now off. Um uh, and when I when I did that, I went and bought some new socks, right? And um <laughs> and you know how in this, like at Walmart, when you buy those and one socks, because that's just what I wear for cheap stuff. And they have like those little plastics that keep it together in between where you have to kind of cut off, right? Yeah. Usually I ripped them off and I rip them off and then they get like a hole in them. So I decided, mm-hmm. I decided to take my knife and cut it off, right? As I cut it off, I was sitting on my bed. I put way too much, too much pressure and sliced it, sliced it through, and then like nicked my thigh so i had to go to the va and get that like uh sutured basically no stitches but sutured in the middle of the night because it wouldn't stop bleeding you're kidding me yeah that's what happened but that was like wednesday night or tuesday night and then (laughs) it's healed now so so i accidentally like sliced my thigh hold on so you were (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you were cutting 
my socks apart. How the fuck did you slice your thigh opening? Because I was open, sitting down. A pair of socks. I was sitting down, and the knife was sharper than I expected. You know those pocket knives, right? <laughs> and I put uh, way too much pressure, in, and I was I was going. I just fucking sliced through my pants. Oh lord! Hit my, hit my thigh. Good thing it wasn't deep, though. But you got scissors. You know, I just found my knife like two days ago, so I wanted to use it. So you're feeling <laughs> extra manly, uh, yeah? I just wanted. No, I just found it in my room the other day, so I wanted to use it. So I, you know, <laughs> I I'm used gonna, it on that. I'm gonna slice my leg open. <laughs> no, it's, well, obviously, I didn't plan to do that. If you need to talk to someone, if you got stuff going on, man, I, I yeah. think that whole emo phase kind of went away about a decade ago. Can, <laughs> yeah, the, the the doctor at the VA was like, "Are you alright at home?" Because my wife is with me, and he said, blink <laughs> once if she's hurting you. And I was like, "No, I'm good." <laughs> oh shit no uh, anyway, how about you man that's why you use a knife and you, you you're always supposed to point the blade away from you when you're cutting things like that it, it was a way but my leg was in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> i was sitting down uh, my week was good i didn't cut myself open uh, we had my sister uh and her significant other in town they stopped in for a couple nights on their way back from california uh so we hung out with them and that is it that's all i did uh and (laughs) time's been flying by man i don't know sure like everything's just burning by i messed with the kayak a little bit trying to get everything situated but um other than that i mean next weekend we're shooting ducks here uh Next weekend is our Veterans Weekend or whatever, Saturday and Sunday. Uh, I haven't even got to go out and scout yet. One of my buddies got to. Uh, and apparently things are looking pretty freaking good. Uh, so I'm excited for that. And yeah, then, I've, I've seen some videos on uh, Louisiana Duck Hunters. It seems like there's a lot of good spots down there now. Or a lot of Man, oh, God, I hope so. Today literally was like 20-mile-an-hour winds, uh, uh-huh. gusts of like 50 uh all day from the time i woke up until now i can still see the trees blowing around outside so and it was all just a north wind um so we got a huge cold front coming in uh and i'm just praying it's got a whole boatload of birds on it yeah yeah um so hopefully they stop here and just (laughs) for a little bit at least a week or so and then so we open up next weekend and then the weekend after that man uh Dakota will be down here for the long weekend. What? And uh, yeah, we're gonna take him duck hunting. So. Oh, for Thanksgiving, huh? Thanks. No, Thanksgiving's oh, at the end of the month. Well, oh, you thing. said the long weekend, so I was assuming Thanksgiving. <laughs> well, it's uh, Veterans Day. He'll be here that oh. weekend, the eleventh through the fourteenth. Just him, or is his significant other too? Just him. Yeah. Nice. So we're going to go shoot up some birds and have a good time. I have but, to uh, video chat you guys and slam a beer with y'all. Yeah, I'm sure there will be plenty. So, <laughs> <laughs> But uh, enough of us rambling, man. We're going to get uh, Nick in here and talk to him, guys. So we got Nick Brodeen. Or is it Brodine? I already forgot. <laughs> Brodeen. It's with the E. It's Brodeen. I was right. Okay. So anyway, guys, we got Nick here. Uh, and he's going to be telling us today all about Idaho duck hunting. Um, can you hear us good, Nick? I can. 
All right, brother. So if you don't mind, man, just go ahead and introduce yourself. Uh, kind of tell everyone you know where you're from, what you do. Uh, just give us your background. Okay. I, I'll start somewhere. <laughs> um, so I've been born and raised in Idaho, um, so the southern part. Um, been around agriculture my whole life. Uh, my family runs a cattle ranch. Um, went through high school and a bunch of other, you know, classes and stuff. And I was going to follow livestock and then decided I like plant science better. So I'm pursuing plant science in college right now. Um, I have one semester left and then I'm graduated. So, and then after that, I'll go and work for Simplot, um, kind of checking fields and stuff, kind of finding, it's kind of a little loophole because I work in the farming industry so I can find (laughs) all these fields and get permission and go duck hunting and fields and stuff like that, but. The smart way. No, it's yeah. I've not really left the state of Idaho. I mean, I've traveled a small amount, but kind of been stuck here. Well, uh, where do you go to school at? Uh, University of University of Idaho. It's uh, you... in northern Idaho, kind of close to Washington and University of Idaho. Never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's relatively small. I mean, for the state yeah. of Idaho, it's one of the bigger ones. But well, um, you know, I don't. Idaho is kind of like a. I don't know. I don't really it's, know what Idaho it's is. The potato state. It is the potato state. <laughs> I didn't want to say that's that. all I know about Idaho. <laughs> do you guys have a lot of potatoes? So it's kind of funny. Yes, we do. We <laughs> produce the most potatoes, but Washington produces bigger potatoes <laughs> so you know what that's all right the more the merrier right quantity exactly. over quality exactly <laughs> so i mean a lot of potatoes do come from idaho there is a lot of fields um but yeah washington does have a big big part in potato production as well so that's why you went to school for plant sciences is to be a potato farmer no <laughs> potatoes are too gentle do uh do you um do the ducks eat potatoes no they do not at least i've never seen them oh, if there's be... imagine there's... hunting ducks in a potato field <laughs> so are I mean, there more there's... potato fields than cornfields <laughs> uh so where i'm from is like the boise area there's some potato potato production there most of it is kind of in the eastern side of the state. So, <laughs> I mean, I would assume if there's snow on top of a potato field, you could hunt it and they wouldn't see it, but. Hey, I guess. I don't know. I don't, I'm going to Google what a potato field even looks like. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what a, <laughs> you know, it's funny. I always misspell potato too. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Anyway. Let's get back on topic. Uh, so let's talk about ducks. Oh, sorry. I just pulled up a potato field. That's not what I expected it to look like. Did you expect them to be up out of the ground? Oh, you know, no, I'm interested I now. I got to see. Yeah, I expected it to be like, I don't know. These look really like big plants. I thought they would be like really small. Like I thought potatoes grow underground, don't they? Yes, they do. Oh, uh, well, there's a lot of plant on top of the ground. <laughs> They are, and it sucks to walk through them. They're they're probably as big around as your thumb. The the stem is at the base. It's pretty. They're pretty stiff. 
heavy. Damn. So how do you, we're getting on a rabbit hole, but that's fine. Cause I wanna know. <laughs> how do you, do they have like potato combines? Technically, yes. Huh. It's it's a digger that you pull behind a tractor. They have some that drive themselves, but you pull it behind a tractor and it basically scoops them up, you know, two feet underground and yeah. tra- lets them travel up a conveyor belt that all the stems and everything can fall through. And then the potatoes go around and get dumped into hmm. a truck. Wow, a potato so, combine. Kind of like a combine, yes, but except <laughs> it's underground. I know you're probably like, these guys are fucking idiots. <laughs> like, I grew up in Indiana. We don't grow potatoes there. We just have a bunch of corn and soybeans. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, now I live in Louisiana, and there's a bunch of, like, soybeans and rice here. Uh, <laughs> that's it. So I, I'm not a potato expert by any means. I do love a good baked potato, though. Uh Anyway, we'll get back to duck hunting. So how long have you been hunting ducks? Uh, let's see, 10 years. Okay. 13 years. And uh, um, who got you into it? So my dad did originally um, mm-hmm. when I was 10. I think it was 10. Um, he had done it when he was a kid but kind of got out of it. And then he got changed careers and started going with a bunch of his buddies about the time I was 10. So that's kind of how it got started was he kind of went, started going with his buddies and then gotcha. I followed right belong right behind him. Gotcha. So now, uh, do you still hunt with your dad or? Yeah, I do. Uh, not so much since I've been in college. Yeah. I live like six hours away from home. Whew. So yeah, it's quite the commute for some ducks. Exactly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I guess, you know, first thing I want to know is, like I said, you know, we've never, obviously the only thing now that I can envision in the whole state of Idaho is these potato fields that I just looked at. <laughs> so kind of just paint like a picture of kind of like, you know, what what type of environment uh, is it, the landscape? Like what kind of climate are you hunting in there? It's dry. Other, so the only way you can grow crops is irrigating. Yeah. And you're in a valley at least southern idaho it's in a valley you've got mountains on kind of the the northeast and southwest okay um so you're kind of stuck in a you know this little bowl um (laughs) it gets cold in the winter time or can get cold um there's been some years it'll it'll stay like two degrees or three degrees uh for like a week long Um, damn yeah, that's pretty cold. Snow <laughs> doesn't really stick a lot. Um, it, it, it'll snow like two or three inches, and then the next day it might melt. So, I mean, <sighs> there is snow, but it doesn't stick around usually. Yeah. So are you hunting, like, lakes, swamps? Well, not swamps, but, like, <laughs> pond, timber? What kind, of, what kind of hunting are you doing? So you can kind of do a wide variety i mean you can of course go field hunting and stuff um mm-hmm. there's a lot of they're kind of ponds a lot of them are just smaller and they're located closer to the towns and stuff right and city limits and stuff so mm-hmm. those are kind of hard to hunt there is some um like agricultural ponds not sewer ponds but 
yeah. that kind of feed irrigation systems. So if you can get permission on one of those, uh, that's an option. Um, a lot of duck hunting specifically is um, on the Snake River, and then there's a big game reserve lake that you can go hunting on. So, and then in the lake, it's a lot of like more or less flooded timber, kind okay. of. Um, and then the river's just you know brush and stuff that's up against the edge. But that's kind of that's kind of it. Yeah, I got you. So. It, so do you hunt mainly public or private land? Uh, so duck hunting, at least that I've done, is mostly public land. Um, okay. Just because that's where the water is. Most of the big bodies of water where a lot of ducks will hang out is public. Yeah. Um, for goose hunting, mostly private. It's kind of, it's not as pursued here to hunt geese over water. So a lot of field hunting for geese, yeah, but and so that's private. But do you guys get a lot of geese there? Yeah, uh, that's I'd probably spend seventy five percent of the season on geese, just really? because. Yeah, probably just because they're a little bit easier. Um, I, I'm sure I'd probably could get into duck hunting more if I had a boat, but yeah, not quite there yet. No, I got <laughs> yeah. you, man. I uh, if we were low, like if we just had a shit ton of geese all year, I would one hundred percent goose hunt mm-hmm. majority of the time. We don't get a bunch, uh, but I I love goose hunting. Um, so I, I don't blame you one bit. What kind of geese do you get in Idaho? Majority is Canada geese during you know, like your typical waterfowl season, and yeah. then. Later in the spring is when we'll get a bunch of snow geese to move through. Um, those usually stick to the western side of the state, um, kind of yeah. following the, the Snake River. Um, gotcha. But, I mean, there's you'll have flocks of snow geese that are, you know, two or 3,000, and they'll hang around for a little while, but yeah, they're not, not a whole lot of people hunt those. Mostly Canada geese, though. I gotcha. Um, so... You said um, earlier in the season. What what are your seasons like? When's your season start in Idaho? What's what's your kind of just a general idea of what your season's like? It started two weeks ago, roughly two weeks ago, um, oh. and so it's um, you know kind of warmer weather, you know, almost t-shirt weather when it yeah. first opens. Um, the birds you're really only hunting local birds um, up until about now when storms start coming in yeah um, that's when more birds will start pushing through usually it gets better around december and january um that just because there's more pressure moving birds around and everything's starting to freeze over and so the birds are really working a lot harder and moving around a lot more so yeah so when's your season end in idaho usually the end of january Towards Damn. the end of January. Well, that's a long time too. <laughs> it is. Have you gone out yet? I have not yet this year. Ooh, you're missing out. <laughs> I know. And my brother keeps sending me pictures and stuff of a couple birds that he keeps getting now and then. But Damn. Well, it's time to take a senior skip day and, and hit a goose field or something. <laughs> right? Past years I have, but this year I've been so busy with homework and it's just been... Just trying to graduate. 
Yeah, exactly. It's been impossible yeah. to try to slip away. <laughs> I don't blame you. Yeah, it's cool. Like, typically, I'd be like, yeah, fuck school. But, you know, you might want to just go ahead and just you know, tough it out for one more Especially year. Especially when you pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, then you're free and you can hunt as an educated adult. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can use my knowledge yeah. against the birds. Yeah, by then you have a permission yeah. on more land. Maybe, yeah. So I hope. So when it comes to ducks, what what kind of? I mean, what do you see mostly as far as ducks go? Imagine, I just feel like Idaho has a bunch of mallards. Is that true? That is, yeah. There is yeah. quite a few mallards. Is what you'll see mostly. Um, there mallards is, everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there is. A wide variety. I mean, kind of like everywhere else, you know, widgeon, pintail, gad ball, uh, <laughs> general ducks, I guess, wood ducks and stuff. Like yeah. That. Um, I'd say, yeah, the majority is is mallards. Um, personally, I've shot a lot of wood ducks early season um, before the snow pushes them out. Uh, hmm. Some teal, not a whole lot of teal. Yeah, it's just kind of general, I guess. Yeah, no, I got you. What's your um, what's your bag limits like up there? Seven ducks. Seven so, ducks. Oh, yes. that's different. Yep, seven ducks. It's kind of like uh, oh, what's the state? Arizona. Um, okay. Yeah. Almost the exact same rules, uh, where it's seven ducks. You know, it can be all green heads or or two hens, um, one pintail, you know, bliss goes on, but there's yeah. just a couple limitations, but nothing. But you can kill crazy. seven, seven mallards. Right. Yep. Seven hmm. mallards, seven teal, seven wood ducks. So that's why I don't kill any mallards down here. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. Oh, so what, what's your goose limits? Like how many candidates can you shoot? You can shoot four Canada geese. Okay, that's. I so, think that's pretty typical. Right, I've we heard just, it other places as being like three or. Yeah, our in Minnesota we were three last year, and then they just upped it up, up to five now. Mm-hmm. Well, we're one. <laughs> I mean, you'd be lucky to even see one, right? Yeah, if you did see one, you could <laughs> kill one. Uh, but. Even if there were a bunch, no one would fucking hunt them. I would. I mean, I know I wouldn't like go set up a goose spread and 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 actually just goose hunt just to kill one goose. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like kinda... that's their their decoys are so expensive. That's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> you, uh, the cost of a fucking spread to hunt Canada's wouldn't even be worth. You know the. Shoot What's there, like 60 <laughs> days in the season? Yeah, 60 geese, really? No, Jeez. dude, I'm just buying at the fucking... I'm sure someone sells goose. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it'd be cheaper to just get a like a guided hunt in one of these states where you can shoot eight of them a day and just you'd go hammer them for a week and for kill sure. more of them. <laughs> yeah. Much easier. Yeah. The good news is we don't have them here, so I don't have to make that decision. <laughs> it was a good time. Um, so you said you uh you've kind of never really traveled out of state. Have you ever hunted in any other states or have you only hunted in Idaho? 
So I've never I, – I, I've shot ducks on the Idaho and Oregon border, which is the Snake River. So technically, yeah. if I were to step on Oregon, but, I mean, there's fishing game cops everywhere. So, I mean, kind of, but no, I've never <laughs> actually went to a different state. I got you. As I said, be careful what you say, unless you have an Oregon <laughs> license. And, you might get yourself caught up in something here. <laughs> Islands are fair game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, we, uh, you know, we we border Texas, um, and one of their well, there's one lake around here that is split in half by the border, but like. It, you can't hunt the Texas side. You can fish. They have a fishing agreement. So, like, if you launch on Louisiana and you have a Louisiana license, you can fish over there. But you, I don't think you can duck hunt in Texas on that lake unless you have a Texas license and vice versa. Um, but I do know that, like, with Mississippi, there's an agreement, like, on the Mississippi River where, like, no matter where you hunt, you just – the other state – they're – they recognize both states' licenses on the Mississippi, as long as you're launching from your respective state side. So that makes it kind uh, of nice, I suppose. Yeah, kind of similar situation. I feel like in those cases, though, like as long as you're on that body of water, you should be able to hunt either side of it with right. whatever license. You know what I mean? Like, like the fucking lake that's thirty minutes from the house. You know, like the Texas side. Uh, is just a more ducky environment than the Louisiana side of it is. But <laughs> you'd have to buy an out-of-state license to hunt it, and it's literally like five minutes away from where you are. You don't even have to you know, drive over there. You can launch and take a five-minute boat ride to it. So I think in those yeah, cases, yeah. they should just be like, yeah, you're fine either way. But just imagine if you're hunting on your like the Louisiana side. And all the ducks just land on the Texas side. You're just watching them. <laughs> well, I mean, like, on it, that's kind of how it is. Because, you know, like, like I said, I mean, it's just better habitat on that side. Uh, at least for as far as duck hunting goes. So, because um, I've cruised around there several times. I never hunted over there because I'm not buying a Texas license. Uh, I, I'm petty, but <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, so, having only hunted Idaho and... Um, kind of oregon uh <laughs> what uh what's your what's like your dream list of states to hunt in i don't know i've kind of always wanted to go kind of to the south um, yeah kind of like flooded timber type stuff um kind of duck hunt down there or like a snow goose hunt and like north of south dakota or something like that yeah yeah like one of those would be kind of fun oh yeah i think they'd both be a blast i uh it's funny because you know like everyone we i think you're the first really like northern state we've talked to besides Mm -hmm. i mean illinois is technically a northern state but you're really one of like the first (laughs) northwest states i guess i mean i wouldn't consider illinois really north but right midwest it's north of me (laughs) (laughs) but you know what i mean like yeah so everyone we've talked to like wants to go northwest they want to go yeah up in the mallard kingdoms um (laughs) but yeah you want to go south so i'm sure there's plenty of people uh down in the south that would gladly trade places with you for a day (laughs) (laughs) i know a guy in georgia who's 
dying to kill something. <laughs> right. Other than a wood duck. Wood ducks. <laughs> yeah. You guys do get wood ducks in Idaho, though, huh? Yeah, we do. No, See, this. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, see, now it's awkward. Uh, no, I was just, I don't know. Wood ducks do migrate. Like, I always, I don't know. A lot of people think they don't migrate, or at least a lot of people down here, because uh, we keep them year-round here. Uh, so a lot of people think they don't. But I remember last year I saw uh, some dude killed a banded wood duck here that had migrated, or he was banded in uh, Canada and it's pretty neat. It was an old wood duck too. It's like seven years old. That is sweet. But, I know cool. it, usually once the snow starts flying up here, it starts pushing them out. You see less and less. You don't see yeah. like big flocks migrating out, but you just see less and less. Hmm. Yeah. That's, so what flyway are you guys in? The Pacific flyway. The, yeah. That's what I figured, but mm-hmm. you never know. That's cool. Um, damn. Migrating <laughs> wood ducks. <laughs> um, so you said you don't have a boat. Um, so do you just tag along with buddies or uh, do you have, I guess, do you have like any, are there any like walk-in public land spots or no? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's quite a few. Um, yeah. A lot of times, if I want to do more of like a walk-in and like walk across the river. Um, there are some spots on the Boise River, which is kind of central valley. Um, yeah. And that's pretty shallow in a lot of spots. So you can just walk across, you know, set your decoys up upstream of you so that when you shoot ducks, they just float down to you, basically. <laughs> uh, that's pretty easy. Um, are are I, you doing you, mainly. Oh, go, go ahead. Keep going. And then, unlike the bigger rivers, um, a little more current and stuff. And it's, you know, a couple hundred yards across in some spots. So it's a little harder to walk in there. So we've got a kayak that I can use. But, I mean, it makes it a a journey to try to get that down to the water where other yeah. people aren't going to be. So Yeah, I guess, yeah. Are you, are you like, sounds like you're hunting solos mainly. Or are you hunting with buddies and stuff? Or your brother? It, it kind of depends. Um, there is a lot of times, like, I'll get out of when I was in high school, I'd get out of high school and just, you know, pack up my stuff and just go out and kind of more or less scout, you know, scout while I'm hunting more or less. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, I'm not really shoot anything, but no, a lot of the times I do go with like my brother and cousins and stuff like that. And uh, buddies from high school. They're the ones with the boat. So I try to go with them as much as I can. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No. Um, I just, I always like to get kind of a feel for, you know, how each state's, public land is uh and i think you know for the most part everyone's been pretty positive about uh the amount of public land they have um how many is there a lot of duck hunters in idaho or it seems like it Um, (laughs) now right yeah i think it just seems like it because it is so all of the places that i've gone more in closer to the valley are pretty heavily populated. I mean, if you were to drive an hour or two, you're easily out of the way of what a lot of people go to. So it thins out a lot more there. Um, yeah. But if you're like in town, you'll run across quite a few people, especially at that big major lake. We call it Lake Lowell. Um, yeah. 
that's where a lot of people will go. I mean, you'll be there at three in the morning and there's three other pickups pulling in and everyone's running with their waders around their ankles trying to get to the spot first. So it just <laughs> depends on where you go. Yeah. That's a, and you know, we live now, we live just outside of a big city. Uh, so it's kind of the same here. I mean, it's, there's still a lot of tons and tons of duck hunters uh, in Louisiana, but uh, you know, the, there's a good chunk of public land here, but there's just so many people that live around this area that, I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's going to be crowded pretty much anywhere you go. Uh, I don't do all that racing and shit. I just, whatever. If you get there first, <laughs> you get there first, man, I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not running. Like I take my time out of the truck. Uh, oh yeah. That's why you just have, you know, plan a b c d e exactly. if you get if, if you get past like your fourth backup then it's just time to go home uh, <laughs> just take the l <laughs> try again another day i mean right like i don't know how many backup plans can you have reasonably because <laughs> no yeah, usually like gonna work <laughs> yeah well like for me like a lot of our spots are pretty much like it, it's a full send really because We'll be like, oh, because a lot of the spots you can only have so many people on. And, and if people are there in a certain spot, it ruins the other spots. So, we'll, you know, and they're all pretty small. I don't have any really big pieces of water. Um, so if if plan A falls through, usually like plan B is kind of out of the window because it's, you know, a 20, 30-minute drive to get there. Uh, and then by the time, you know, you get there, then it's already going to have people on it. So usually then <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Oh, so I had this one time where kind of the same thing, you know, I got there, you know, fairly early, not late by any means and got all set up sitting there and laid back in the blinds, kind of falling asleep and heard someone walking up. I was like, Oh, they're just going to keep walking past. And then I heard the this, that, sound of decoys slapping the water straight across <laughs> from me and it's only 25 yards from one side to the other and so i like stand up and wave my lives like hey i'm over here and he's like oh shoot i'm sorry and i was like just join me i'm by myself and you have a dog so <laughs> just some random guy and we sat there and bs for a long time and it's kind of fun yeah that, that's cool yeah i've had it with several uh, strangers before uh some of them have turned out better than others but <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. yeah i'm I'm just not a like i don't know i don't i'm not a very like i don't like to argue i guess i mean i'm not a dick as long as you're cool like if you approach me being an asshole like i'm gonna be an asshole back you know what i mean but oh yeah like if someone rolls up and they're like oh you're hunting here i'm like yeah and they're like oh we care if you join I'm like no nah, bro come on i mean you seem nice enough so but no, if someone just pulls in and like shining their spotlight and fucking cussing and screaming, then yeah. Oh yeah. Completely yeah. different story. But I you know, that's the thing with waterfowl hunting is like or I guess just hunting in general is people can be such dicks, but like if guys would just like put their arrogance down for like ten seconds and just <laughs> you know, like just be a fucking decent human and talk to people, uh I think you know, not only could you make some more hunting friends, but like, you know, you might have a killer shootout. So, uh, I don't know if anyone's listening in your asshole, then maybe this season, try and be a little nicer to people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it's always nice. 
you know, you always think of it, it's like, oh, these guys are set up, you know, a couple hundred yards from us. We're going to be competing for birds. You know, why don't we just join forces and have just a huge spread? And then, you know, but I don't know. A lot of times people don't like to do that, it seems like. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I like hunting with like myself or like one other person. Like I like small group hunting, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm not opposed to, you know, hunting with five or six dudes as long as, as long as it's like can be safely done. You know what I mean? As long as we're not all like on top of each other and shooting over each other and shit, uh, then I, I mean, I could really care less, but yeah, it's a, I think that's one of the worst things about the sport of duck hunting is, you know, it's so hard for someone brand new to get into it. Uh, cause most people are such dicks about everything. Um, so, you know, if some younger dude is trying to get some help and I'm not talking about everyone, there's some, nicer people out there but you know you run into people like if you go out there by yourself for your first time and you run into some people and they're yelling and cussing at you and trying to run you off then you're just like man why am i uh, this ain't for me (laughs) yeah i don't like this anymore (laughs) yeah so i i don't know that's my message of peace to to the community y'all need to start being nicer (laughs) (laughs) but uh we got just a couple questions man that we ask everyone really no rhyme or reason to it but uh you don't have a dog you've already and you don't have a boat those are two of the questions you've already answered those though <laughs> like, well technically but, uh, technically i have a dog my parents have got a dog that they have it's a lab but i've never really taken the time because of school i've not taken the time to try to train it for waterfowl um, gotcha and just so it's basically just kind of been sitting around a lot and you know with dad working all the time it's kind of hard to kind of get into a rhythm of training a dog for that long i mean he'll he'll retrieve i've taken him a couple times but he's not he's not to the point to where i could just say okay you're gonna sit here and we shoot you're gonna go get it and come back you know, what if he yeah. decides to cross the river and just stay on that side or you know, <laughs> it's just kind of like, he's kind of unpredictable. So oh, I, no, I, I try to keep away from him, but no, yeah. Keep asking the question. What's your dog's name? Uh, Renegade. 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 We call him Rennie for short. <laughs> oh, that's fun. I'm just imagining like you just sit in your dog and he just like goes and sits on the other side of the fucking river the whole time. <laughs> no, yeah. that'd be pissed. Oh, I've been there, but, uh, <laughs> so what kind of shotgun do you shoot, man? Uh, Winchester super X four. Oh, an S X four. Yeah. You like I, had it? The, I had the X S super X two. I can't even say it. So I'm not going to try. And then my dad got the super X three and then, since it, the X4 came out, I was like, well, you know, the X2 is a little old, so I went and went and got it. But, yeah, I, I love it. Yeah, you know, you're the, I think you're the first one so far that's shot a Winchester. Uh, really? Yeah, the dude I hunt with, Tim, he shoots the SX, I think it's an SX2 mm-hmm. or a 1. Uh, it's an older, it's definitely older, uh, but it still shoots good. He loves it. Uh and I got a buddy who has been talking for two years about buying an SX4, uh, but he's just too cheap, I guess. I don't know. They're as comparable <laughs> as like the Browning Maxes, isn't it? 
Oh, it's yeah, almost identical. They're both gas yeah. guns. Yeah, but it's just cheaper. That's it. Well, yeah, I'm not exactly. saying that you're you're a cheap guy, but it's well, more affordable. <laughs> right, right. When you're, Whereas when you're high school working 15 hours a week, it's kind of like well, yeah. I've looked I at it. I, uh, yeah, I haven't looked at it. I haven't looked at the SX4. I just can't justify spending money on shit right now. <laughs> right. Yeah. Random question. Since we're talking about money, and we talked about this earlier, what are, what's a gallon of gas cost you right now? <laughs> A gallon of gas kind of varies in the state. Average is probably three fifty. Damn. Three seventy. Jeez. Yeah, dude. I don't know. I wouldn't. I thought I, I, was, I, thought I was bad. Like I'd be duck hunting like this one day a week, and that's it. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to afford to do anything. Else. No, no. So going back to earlier, when I say I don't travel much, I did just get back from Iowa. Okay. Like two days ago. Did and you yeah, drive that, to Iowa? Well, we flew. We flew oh. over there. But yeah, the gas over there is like two dollars and ninety cents, and I was blown away. Yeah, we just hit three dollars here like a week or two ago. But I mean, this time last year it was. I don't even like... know. A dollar fifty. <laughs> I wish. A a year ago here it was like three eighty. Oh shit. Yeah, I mean, pretty much the same, but it's it's expensive. Wow, no, it was literally like a dollar fifty here last year. I mean, like I was, I could fill up my truck and my boat and be ready to rock. And now, like I went and filled up my truck, it was like seventy five bucks the other day. I was like, holy shit, there's no way I'm gonna be able to hunt this year. So, and like my deer stand, I mean, it takes me about thirty forty five minutes to get to where a deer hunt and. uh the closest spot we duck hunt is 30 minutes. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to be pretty poor. But, <laughs> uh, you better hope you get some meat in the freezer then. <laughs> boy, yeah, I don't know. It's shaping up to be good. Uh, it looked like my hopes are a lot higher this year than they have been the last two years. So we'll see. Yeah. But anyway, um, my question for you is, what is your go-to blind snack every morning? So when you're getting ready to, when you're getting your stuff together and you're getting ready to head out, what is your, like your one snack you got to have? This might sound kind of bad. Uh, what my buddy <laughs> and I have kind of gotten into the habit of doing uh, as a blind snack is drinking a Bud Light Lime. <laughs> at That's three in the morning or four in the morning i mean that'll wake you up right oh yeah it does Especially just one after, um, maybe a couple because <laughs> i know if i had like if i woke up and just drank one beer at 4 a.m like i think by the time she like came around i'd probably have already fell asleep yeah yeah <laughs> you usually have a couple yeah. Week, but. Well, we'll keep it legal. We don't want to get you in any trouble with Oregon or with anybody. So. <laughs> right. But no. Okay. Well, I might have to try that this year. <laughs> if, I had to, if I had to say anything like food, it'd probably be like jerky or something like that. That's I'll usually grab that from the gas station or, or like a breakfast burrito or something. I can dig it. I can dig Easy it. Enough. 
right, I'll have to ask you a question. What is your go-to like duck recipe, or what is your duck recipe if you have one? My favorite is to take the breast after you know being clean, just an individual one, uh, and slice it in like quarter-inch slices, long ways. Okay. Um, and then you take that, and then you buy like pineapple tibbets or whatever. The, they're kind of a the size of like a fifty cent piece, the bigger ones. Um, and wrap the duck meat around the pineapple, and then take uh, bacon and wrap that around the duck meat, and then barbecue it or cook it, kind of like shoot shish kebab mm. next to a fire or something like that. That's probably my favorite. Oh, that's different. No seasoning or. Yeah, just kind of basic seasonings, like okay. lemon salt and, yeah, just kind of general. Nothing fancy. I mean, the bacon <laughs> and pineapple kind of give it a lot of flavor. So Yeah, that's definitely different. <laughs> I can dig it. It's pretty good. What's your favorite duck to eat? Probably mallard. Yeah. Yeah. I figured that was your answer. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's well, all he's majority shooting, right? <laughs> exactly. And by the time you clean the other birds, you kind of just mix it all together anyway. So it's just kind of, uh, <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it tastes like mallard. It's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, man, I appreciate you, Nick, for, uh, you know, giving us 45 minutes of your time tonight. Uh, yeah, I'm sure you're busy with schoolwork and whatnot, but, uh, it's greatly appreciated. Uh, I think you represented Idaho really well too, man. Uh, you know, maybe one day we'll make our way out to uh, Idaho. I got some family that lives in Montana, um, so maybe one day I'll slide over to Idaho and shoot some ducks. Uh, Perfect. But who knows? If you're ever down in Louisiana, give me a holler, and, and we'll try and put you on some birds. We'll we'll put you in some timber. Timber that, style, yeah. I was gonna say yeah. timber style. Yeah. <laughs> that way you can check it off your list. That'd be sweet. Appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. And guys, uh, everyone who's listening, I just want to say again, thank you for the support so far. Uh, just hit that follow button on the podcast. You know, download it, share it with your friends, show us some support that way. Uh, you we're, we're slowly rolling through this list of states we got, and uh, we still got plenty more episodes to go. Um, so stick around. I promise you, you're not going to regret it. We'll see y'all next week. Thanks for listening to Flying V Podcast.